Hey, Fims, grab your journals and pens and let's tune in to that Fim Fatale podcast. Hey, 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 Fims, I'm back again and I'm better. So, guys, I've, man, it's just, <laughs> it's the month of January and it's already off to a start. So, that being said, the quote for this episode is, Extinction is the rule. Survival is the exception. So, let me just walk y'all into this episode, create a nice little scenery, and just tell y'all what life has been like. So, New Year's Eve, I had a really grand time. Shout out to my sister, because we had a ball. We went to go eat seafood boil. For those of you that don't know, I am pescatarian, so the only meat that I eat is fish, or any type of seafood so for me this was like the bomb.com we went to a place local here in town and we ate really good had us a time i had some wine and then we came back here because i really wasn't in the mood to like go to the actual club club but we came back here to the apartment and we just enjoyed ourselves like we drank some wine we turned up i have a pool in my house so you y'all know we was over here twerking our little lives away so it was a vibe it was a whole vibe and then during this process y'all me enjoying myself releasing and just you know the balance the scales of things my hot water heater had broken in my apartment so at this time like I had noticed there was like a little bit of water but I didn't notice the extent of it so I um go to clean it up I I was uh, taking photos of where the leak, I believe, was coming from. And then the following morning, whenever I went to go talk to the office, that morning is when it just completely broke. And there was like a leak coming from my ceiling and in the kitchen. Well, this was very stressful to say the least. I'm not going to lie to you guys. This kind of like was pushing me over my edge because things have been going so well. And, you know, we only prep for as much as we can but life throws things at us and you just have to adapt to it so at this time I was kind of just like I've never experienced this I don't know what to do Um, my first instinct like I was calling the water company to see if they can shut off the water couldn't get a hold of them because it's new year so it's like oh okay so what can I do next try to call the fire department they're closed because it's new year so I really just had to like call 911 at this point They sent out an emergency fire truck. They helped me as much as they could. And I kept having to call the emergency maintenance number for my apartment. So it's just like, it's New Year's. But, y'all, honestly, that day, I wasn't, I did not care that it was New Year's. It was like, yeah, guys, I get it. It's the first day of the year. But also, there's people that (laughs) life happens to. And I just happen to be one of those people. So... The following day, uh, I end up getting a hold of someone. Maintenance comes out. They, like, let me know that they're going to have to knock out um, two areas of my wall where the water did come from and then redo my flooring. So I was like, uh, not feeling it. And at this point, I went over to my uncle's house to stay the night with him and then kind of just see what they could do for me in my apartment at this time. Mind you guys, I haven't really been there since the, if you heard the last episode, then you guys understand. Like, I hadn't really been there since living with them. Like, you know, we would have 
family gatherings for holidays and I'd go over there and that was different. But like actually staying there in the back of my mind, I was just like, oh, I don't know. Like I already was kind of feeling a way about it. And I didn't realize until like hindsight and then when I was there that I was harboring like feelings of resentment because we never really had a conversation as to how I became homeless and really just the lack of communication that transpired. We didn't really have a conversation about it. So then I started like really diving deep into myself and I had to ask myself a few questions and this is kind of how like my internal voice and conversation went. It was like, why had I been avoiding this conversation, first off? What did I fear would arise for me emotionally by doing so and actually talking about it? And why was it easier for me to be distanced instead of resolving the conflict? And how does this directly correlate to my upbringing? So like, my inner child, inner teen, inner young adult. How did that correlate into that? And I really had to be honest with myself because I'm the kind of person I don't like to hurt people. So there's times when I end up allowing myself to be hurt so that I can essentially not hold the other person responsible for the things that may have happened or that did happen. And instead of handling it that way, I just go back to that abused child that resorts to hiding away, secluding themselves. It was a self-preservation technique, and I realized that with myself. Certain areas in my life I am getting better with communication, but when it comes to my family or when I'm deeply, deeply hurt, and I'm not sure in how my communication may come out because I have such an extreme emotional attachment to how I'm feeling and what transpired. I'm not sure if I can effectively communicate it at that time. So I'd much rather avoid it than attempt to talk because I'm not sure if I can control my emotions at that time. So I was like, whoa, I, I knew that it was deep, but until I really started opening up to myself and being real with myself I didn't know how deep it was so it was like okay like we spoke briefly on it because I'm gonna be honest with y'all I talked about it but it was just one of those things where sometimes you have a conversation with people and you're willing to open up to the idea but I'm one of those people I'm not gonna force anyone to have a conversation about something so once I see that you're mentally not all the way there it's like all right I'm done with this, done with this situation, and I'll just peace out, Cub Scout, and, like, exit stage left. Notorious for that. And this is one of those situations where we spoke about it enough, but I can tell the other person still wasn't at... I wouldn't have received closure, long story short. I was trying to figure out how to tell you guys. And something I had to learn in that moment is sometimes closure is, like, you knowing... And then also, now that I know, creating even more boundaries for myself with other people. Now that I know, like, I can't expect everyone to always give me the closure that I would like to receive. I have to be able to do that for myself and not harbor these ill feelings or allow someone else's behavior to affect how I show up in my everyday life. That's a no for me. 
So while I was there after that situation, I kind of was like, okay, well, I'm just make the best of what I have. And then in the meantime, like be manifesting, getting back in my apartment as soon as possible. ASAP Rocky. <laughs> so I got to, the upside was I got to spend time. Um, I was social with my mom. We went out. Like two, I want to say it was two nights in a row. That was really fun because I don't really go out often like that. I got to spend time with my beautiful niece, guys. When I tell y'all she is absolutely adorable and like opened up this little portal in my heart that I didn't know exists. My goodness. I was very great to like, grateful to spend time with her. I changed the diaper for the first time. I got to make my first bottle. Those of you that know me in my personal life, kids love me, but I like, I'm just, I don't have kids. Everyone around me has kids and the kids love me, but I, my experience and threshold is not with kids. I'm not saying I'm opposed to them, but it's just like, I'm kid proof right now <laughs> and that's okay I'll stick to being the cool auntie but it just opened up my mind to like children more so now that I had this little human being that was just giving me so much love it was beautiful to experience along with that I was able to slow down take my time and really just appreciate uh, the area that I was in there's more nature there and really just like step back from my life when I'm not at home or when I'm not in my thoughts and surround myself with other things, other people, other environments, see different perspectives. So it was a win in that aspect. And I'm thankful that I did get to experience it because I kind of needed that time to learn even more about myself. I learned lessons that I didn't know that I was going to learn. And it made me understand parts of me that were hidden or buried really, really deep. And I was able to peel back those layers like an onion. There was things that I experienced or traumas that I was reliving that I didn't understand why I was reliving them until that moment. And I was forced to work on myself with these things. So at the time, I like journaled about them. I was having to understand that my relationship with my family, I love them to death, but we have a very traumatic past. And so certain times I, I, as a person, I forgive them, but I cannot spend a lot of time around them simply because I love y'all. Our relationship is healed, but it's also very triggering. And I realized like a few of those days I was constantly being triggered and it was teaching me patience. And then I was also able to notice like, okay, this person has the ability to trigger me because of something that happened within my past with them that I didn't even realize the extent of the trauma, but um, it's very apparent and now I need to go within and take that power back. So it was cool to experience that and actually be able to vocalize it now and to understand it. Challenges I face that I've learned with this with intimacy and attachment. So for me, it's like one way or another. I'm either codependent or extremely detached. I don't, I will, but I currently have not mastered the art of balance, like being detached, but also still being able to 
have a healthy relationship with people. I'm still learning that. I'm still growing through it. I'm still practicing it. But it hasn't come easy to me at all. And I was really unsure of where to even start with healing this. It kind of just, the feelings kind of just burst. And I had to be like, it started with a simple question. I was like, why do I feel like this? And from there, I had to keep asking myself, why? 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 And as I continue to dissect it, it's like, okay, why am I feeling like this? Oh, I was upset. Am I upset angry or am I hurt? I'm hurt. What does that remind you of? What memory did that trigger? Oh, it triggered a memory when I lacked the love that I wanted to have as a kid. Neglect. It gave, I was seeking validation from people within my family and I felt like I was chasing for, chasing their love, essentially. And I really had to sit back in myself and realize, like, you're seeking validation. And this is not the first time I've done it before, whether it was relationships, friendships, or family things. But I had to be real to myself. You seek validation from those you care about because as a kid, you didn't get the love that you needed. And so you find yourself in these situations where you're acting out of character or like a pick-me. Or as though you don't understand your own power or worth, and it's really not that. It's just that wounded, wounded little girl inside of you is showing up because you're neglecting her too. You're not listening to your intuition or to your emotions when it's telling you that this situation is not good for you. You, you put other people's feelings first. You're... Showing up for them because they asked you to be there. But each time, you're chipping away another piece of you. And I, I cried about it because I was just like, dang, I'm doing the same thing to myself that was done to me. I'm re-traumatizing myself again. And then now it's gotten easier to see it and to redirect myself and treat myself a lot better. And I had to be patient because when you've lived your life a certain way for a certain amount of time and you're able to realize that the choices that you made are no longer working for you and where they stem from, you can now change that. It requires a lot of work and a lot of support. So I have distance myself from the people in my family that I need to like I love them from a distance there's nothing bad on their part but in order for me to continue to heal and show up as the best person I can we need distance and I'm sending you lots of love in myself with the friendships now it's like I rather have quality friends than a huge quantity of friends because that also triggers me too. I have a mother wound. So sometimes being close to women, especially when I see flighty behaviors or any type of jealousy, I'll just, before I used to try and overcompensate. Now I'm just like, all right, you show me how you truly feel about me. And all I can do is accept it. I can't, 
I cannot force you to show up for me the way that I show up for other people. That's not realistic. That's not how the world works. The world doesn't cater to me. And that's okay. I would love for it to. In my mind, it does. But in this scenario, <laughs> it's just like I have to create the universe around me that I want. And so if I want a safe place, a safe environment, a loving place where I can grow and help other people thrive and grow, I have to remove any toxic things around me that can't be resolved. And that is well with the past relationship, the breakup I just had. Still love the person. I know if you're listening, sending you lots of love, great vibes, but it's just we are not good for each other. The reason I say that, y'all, is because I was starting to realize a correlation in my relationship with my mom, the unhealthy attachment I had in seeking validation, and how that directly reflected in who I was dating. I was always chasing the love, and when it was good, it was good, but when it was bad, it was awful. And I was essentially needing the validation from that person and reliving my childhood through this relationship and now I'm just at a point where I'm like I really love me and because I really love me I have to protect myself from you and I have to protect you from me because when triggered when I'm in a survival state or when triggered And someone's drawing that kind of behavior out of me. If I truly care about you, it can cause me to act completely out of character. And it's not something I'm proud of, but at the end of the day, self-preservation is real. If I feel the need to protect myself against you, no matter who it is, so be it, I will. But when I can identify that this is a behavior that you're drawing out of me, I have to draw the line. Because at some point, I am now responsible because I see what you're doing and I'm still allowing it. I'm not stupid. I may have been ignorant, but I'm not stupid to where I'm going to continue to re relive these patterns. I'm tired of that. So with that being said, y'all, that was pretty much just my new year. Of course, everyone wants to text while <laughs> I'm recording Hold on, y'all. I'm going to put this on D&D. But long story short, that was pretty much my first week in January. And that was everything that I learned. And guys, overall, I'm very grateful. I'm glad that these things happened because I was able to really sit with myself. I found out things that I didn't necessarily like. And I'm healing from it. And it's so crazy that something like your apartment flooding triggered you learning these things about yourself sometimes we don't think about how these things how synchronicities in life happen in order for you to get to one to your destination you have to go through these different checkpoints so who knew that the first checkpoint was my apartment flooding to me staying at my uncle's to being triggered to getting to this point to where now I'm healing through that I wouldn't have expected that myself so I'm grateful, and hopefully with you guys listening, this helps y'all within your lives, no matter what you might be experiencing, now you'll be able to realize like, hey, this happened, and this is what I gained from it. Oh, wow, that's 
that's exciting. It might be a little crazy. It might be a little chaotic or unexpected. But look at the experience that I gained through this and see it from that spectrum, that perspective. It's all about how you decide to view it and what you decide to learn from each experience that you have. So on that note, guys, I'm going to close out. And if you're not already, please follow me on Instagram. It's at that Femfatel podcast on Twitter at that FF podcast, TikTok at that Femfatel podcast as well. And on YouTube at that Femfatel. And on that note, until next week, guys. Bye.